0: You're listening to a Franciscan Voice podcast. Your voice for all things good. Welcome back. Glad to know you still want to listen to me and hear about my story. Pay attention, because it's going to start jumping around a little in just a bit. Ever since I was a wee lad, I had been diagnosed with tuberculosis. There were even several times growing up when I wasn't expected to live, but God had other plans for me. He wasn't done with me just yet. Despite all the coughing, wheezing, illness, and general horribleness of tuberculosis, I never let my condition stop me. I even began my priestly ministry with less than one lung intact. Once I had dedicated my life to our Holy Mother Mary, I wasn't going to let anything get in my way of continuing my mission to serve others. So, After the glamour of Rome tired me out, I packed everything back up and returned to Krakow, Poland, where I began my magazine with the militia of the Immaculata, which I was mentioning earlier. I taught at schools to the youth of Poland, but my tuberculosis still plagued me. There was this one time where I got into a real bad coughing fit in front of the whole class during one of my lessons. It started off as one of those coughs that you can pass off as a yawn, but then it grew into an entire demonic possession of my throat, and I started coughing up a bit of blood, which isn't all that surprising for someone with tuberculosis, so don't freak out. Needless to say, the class was a little grossed out, but they were just kids, and they probably forgot it all anyways. After teaching and running my magazine back in Poland for a while, I up and left for the land of the Rising Sun, inspired to reach out to help the poor in foreign lands. I began doing missionary work in Japan in the 1930s, but I'll talk more about that in my next story, if you dare to stick around for another. Meanwhile, tensions among Germany and Japan with the rest of the world were ominously growing. Long story short, I eventually wound up as a prisoner in a concentration camp. I know what you're thinking. Whoa, hold up. Say what, Max? I know, I know. It all happened very suddenly, but I'll explain how I got there later. For now, back to the camp. One of my fellow prisoners from the concentration camp I was in shared some really kind words about me just the other day. He said, One night while sleeping in the camp, I was awakened by someone covering me with a blanket. It was Father Colby. Every time I remember him, I cannot control my tears. He always had a real love for the suffering and poor. How sweet of him to say such things. I just wanted him to be warm, because loving and caring for others knows no boundaries, not even inside the fences of a concentration camp. It was these simple acts of kindness that helped me live my life according to the love of Jesus Christ and his mother Mary. I was always conscious of placing the needs of the poor and the marginalized before my own, even if it meant sacrificing my own comfort, because God had given me all these gifts to share with the people around me through service. And by Mary's example, I saw just how important service to the Lord is. I offer you this wisdom. Without sacrifice, there is no love. To find other episodes and more content from Franciscan Voice, follow us at our website at franciscanvoice.org.